Come gather round the campfire and hear our ghostly tales of chilling terrors, darkest woes, and anything that goes bump in the night. So cuddle up with your best friend or dare it alone. The darkness is closing in and spirits are calling your name. This is Fireside Phantoms. Carol, how are you? Good. I'm excited for another episode of Paranormal and Paranoid News. I'm equally as excited. And it's Saturday night, and Carol and I are huddled in my room together. I really enjoyed your last Paranormal and Paranoid News. Why, thank you, Carol. And that whole theme got me thinking. Okay. You know, Nostradamus, <laughs> I know the Simpsons are right. Oh, yeah, know, really right. great about predicting things. Sure. But Nostradamus, the great prophet, he also had quite the knack for seeing into the future. Yeah, he was rumored to be good at that. You know, but he also was so abstract that if he was wrong, you would still think he was right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true talent right there. So I looked up for uh, 2021 his predictions. Okay. And they were supposedly interpreted by top Nostradamus experts who said, number one, okay. California and Italy need to be prepared for massive earthquakes this year. Not Oregon or Washington, because we're well, supposed to have a bad earthquake up here, too. So listen to this. Supposedly, the quatrain reads, the sloping park, great calamity through the lands of the West and Lombardy, the fire in the ship, plague and captivity, Mercury and Sagittarius, Saturn fading. Now, I was really bad in poetry class at deciphering the meanings, so I have to ask, why isn't this referencing New Zealand? I'm pretty sure that the whole place slopes. As a matter of fact, I've seen videos of people rolling down green hills in that country, so I definitely think he's talking about New Zealand. So I have a question, though. Nostradamus predicted all the way through 2021. Like, when did he stop predicting? People wonder how they're able to figure out the timing of the years. Uh -huh. And I talk about that later on, how he does that and how they're able to pinpoint the years of what he's referencing. Okay. And supposedly it goes in order, right? Yeah. So when the prediction has come to pass, then we move on to the next quatrain and so forth and so forth. So huh. um, people are keeping up with his quatrains and here we are. Wow. Okay. okay. Yeah. So um, there's also supposedly going to be a meteor crash into Earth, but science has said, nah, nah, no, that's done. We're not in danger anymore from that prediction because the doomsday asteroid that NASA was tracking was early on schedule and already came and went by Earth in December. Well, that's Hooray. the asteroid that everybody was looking at. What they're talking yeah. about is the asteroid that no one's seen coming. Oh. Yeah, that's the one that's going to get us. <laughs> oh, shoot. So we're not out of the woods on that. No, I mean, let's keep Nostradamus a, um, a hero of the, of the future, and let's just make sure... <laughs> We're still giving him his due, right? Right. But listen to this next quatrain. This is very ominous. What is a quatrain? What do you? What is that? I think a quatrain is like four four lines of verse. Oh, that's a quatrain. Okay. 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 So he his prophecies are kind of in little paragraphs. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Like a verse from the Bible I'm not a or poet, something. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. I'm not a poet either. But. So. That's my guess. <laughs> so now you're going to have to do the rest of this episode rhyming. So you oh, can be Lord. like challenge. I'm challenging you to be a poet <laughs> during this. 
Also, some say Nostradamus predicts the rise of AI this year. Oh, hey, that would be correct. Yeah. That would be a hit. So this quatrain says, The moon in the full of night over the high mountain. The new sage with a lone brain sees it. By his disciples invited to be immortal. Eyes to the south, hands and bosoms, bodies in the fire. But again, Holly, I think, hmm. That's AI? Well, this, yeah. This sounds to me like a cult leader, like Heaven's Gate, not AI. Bodies in the fire and hands in the bosom? And immortal eyes and invited by disciples to be immortal? Yeah. Uh, with a lone brain. Yes, that's definitely Elon Musk. Because <laughs> he's got a brain that, that nobody is, else has. He absolutely is going to be the make it or break it human yeah. being on the planet, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, he sees it. He sees whatever it is that's the vision. Oh, I can answer this. He sees the vision. I can answer this. He has said multiple times, um, well, actually, I've only really seen him on Joe Rogan, but he has said that he's so worried about AI that he is trying to develop that brain chip. (gasps) That's what that's about. Right. And by his disciples invited to be immortal. Yes. Holly, you've solved it. Yes. Okay, and we I, don't need we I, don't need Nostradamus anymore. Yeah. We have Holly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'll be your interpreter. I'll be your Huckleberry. <laughs> Thank you, know, you. He lives in California, yeah. but he wants to move to Texas, I think. And that's south of us. So that would count. <laughs> that is south of us. That's perfect. <laughs> Eyes to, to the, the south. south. Hands on the bosom. He, he likes like the women? ladies. He likes he the does. ladies. He does. He's been married a handful He's of times. He's very touchy. He's got lots of kids. Okay, don't sue us, Elon. We're just joking. <laughs> <laughs> the bodies in the fire makes me think that perhaps a couple of these ladies are being too much for him and he's just going to burn their bodies in a fire. No. No? No. What do you it's think it's basically he's saying our, our human bodies... So we're going to be uploaded to the internet. We'll no longer need our right. bodies. We're just going to live in the matrix. And then we'll be like supercomputers. Yeah. Wow. That would be intense. Nostradamus is just really gloomy. He's just no fun. He doesn't have any good predictions. He even predicts a huge naval war between two previously allied countries. And of course, he predicts a huge economic collapse in 2021, which to me sounds more realistic than all the rest, just due to the fact of businesses and people out of work. Oh, no, I think I think that the economic collapse could very well happen. I think Um, it'll happen in March. You think in March? Why March? I don't know. March is a bad month. Or April during that week of calamity. You're right. You're right. That's it'll be when it'll April happen. tragedy is that the next <laughs> Great Depression will sweep through. But I'm thinking we might go to war with Canada. I mean, if you think about it, we, we should, right? Huh? Yeah. I mean, they're right there. We got okay. nothing else to do. Okay, Holly. We got no jobs. Enough. We are sick and tired of having nothing to do and being sick. Why don't we just invade? Josh cut all of that. Josh, you better keep every single Kosh, I, I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> cut, cut, cut. Emergency. Keep it, keep it for so long. Our Canada friends, we love you. Whatever, Don't, Canada. Just ignore Holly. <laughs> We're coming she for you, must Canada. have just had a really bad day today. No, I had a great day, and, and it's made me inspired so, to take you over. So back to Nostradamus' interpreta- interpretations of 2021. <laughs> Who? Most most <laughs> most of his quatrains don't specifically say the year in which these events take place. Right. And it that's what like you were saying, but many experts look to his references of astrology and placements of the planets to determine the timing. So when he uses astrology terms like Saturn is fading when Sagittarius is direct, 
people look as to when that's actually happening. And guess what? It does happen this coming November, November 25th, to be precise. Oh, wow. Now, some interpretations say that this major world war will break out between Islamic nations when it surprises everyone that Turkey makes an ally with Iran and together with China join forces against the West. Axis of evil. (laughs) Where's North Korea in all of this? (laughs) They're the rogue country. (laughs) Yeah. Supposedly this whole war will end around 2028. Oh, with just a couple cities being nuked, one being New York and the other Rome. Oh, so this is like World War, War Three. Yeah, supposedly, about. and oh, and supposedly, America does not help out Europe with defense in the war for many many years because of its own economic problems and its own civil unrest. That's so weird because when we were in World War Two, we also didn't come to the we aid. didn't but the thing that pulled us out of our economic depression was, was the, the war. war so you would think that we would want to help them because that would put people back to work to help get things ready for war unless we're obviously it will probably be a different war it'll probably be more high tech yeah it might be just fought by robots um or drones i mean but we aren't going to be having to like make bullets and send our guys like a that many people over there, like it, it may not have the same economic impact on us that World War II did. That yeah. makes more sense because, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. And if that wasn't just completely awful, the you know, um, the world will start participating in some backward dancing um, and posting their dancing mob videos on TikTok, which is already happening with those nurses. Have you seen the nurses yeah, seen dancing? Uh huh. And it causes the Earth's poles to completely flip or reverse. What? Okay, I'm I made up the dancing yeah, part. Yeah, I was gonna say. But really, there's no explanation as to what causes the poles to flip. Yeah, big yawn. Very boring year for 2021. <laughs> but then, oh, Batten down the hatches. <laughs> here it comes. Well, Holly, I really got excited about something. Was that? Oh my gosh! Apparently, Nostradamus had a cookbook. What? Yeah, he really loved jams Was he and like, jellies. He's he's like, here's your list. I am Newt and ton of frog and yeah. <laughs> no, he really loved jams. Isn't that so cute? He wrote jams. a treatise on cosmetics and jams, which was published in 1555. Did he invent facials like cucumbers mm. on your eyes? Yeah, he must have. It talked about all these beauty tips and sweet recipes. He tells about making blush and fragrances. <laughs> He also had certain jams for whitening and beautifying the face. And there were recipes for um, jams that he claimed healed a person from all kinds of maladies like impotence, acne, the plague. But, okay, big disclaimer here. Did he um, not only predict penicillin but create penicillin? (laughs) (laughs) Big disclaimer here because in reading some of these ingredients that I came across, I, I think some of these might actually be poisonous or at least bring a very bad case of dysentery or other some nasty side effects. So please don't literally make these jams. But, yes, I will post the link on our credits for those of you who are curious. And I, you know, I think Nostradamus was just trying out some other hobbies, but clearly his forte was was really abstract poetry. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> now, do you know of the old legend about the ravens of the Tower of London? No, I don't. Well, this is a good one. Okay. Well, supposedly King Charles II, who reigned from 1660 to 1685 over Scotland, England, and Ireland, believed that ravens guard the London Tower and must never be removed. According to the legend, these ravens have made their home there since 1448 and are known as the unkindness. Is that a great name? For a murder of ravens? Yeah, a murder of <laughs> ravens. The story goes that six ravens must live in the tower at all times, and if any of them left, it would mean certain doom for England and the tower itself would fall. How would they eat if they don't leave? All right. That's a good question. Do people bring well, food to them? They can, they can fly to get food, but they have to come back and live there. Oh, they can't okay. just disappear forever. Okay. So these ravens, though, are being taken care of quite well, but their wings are kept trimmed so they can't fly too far. Oh, so they have to come back. Yeah, so they typically have to come back because they can't fly very far. And there are six official ravens, Merlina, Aaron, Grip, Harris, Jubilee, and Poppy. Nice. And <laughs> one spare raven, which they have not yet named. Oh. So it was recently announced on January 14th on the BBC News that one of their most free-spirited ravens, Merlina, had been missing since Christmas. What? It is highly unusual for the ravens not to return to the tower because they are fed delicious meals of blood-soaked biscuits and other things that you probably don't blood find. Blood-soaked biscuits? With whose blood? Exactly. That's I don't creepy know. creepy as fuck. Yeah. What the hell, England? I, this is weird. I don't know, but they like, ravens like blood, so they feed them that. Oh, my God. And yeah, I mean, hi, so hi. they fear instead of her just flying away and then coming back, she may have actually died because those ravens would definitely come back for their food. Well, perhaps she got a COVID person and ate their blood and, and that's what killed her. That's really wicked gross. I know. It's ominous because the caretaker said Merlina was definitely the ruler and the queen of the tower. But the doom is not imminent because they do have six remaining birds. And they constantly have a breeding program to rotate out the birds, ensuring the tower will forever stand strong. So you know what I'm thinking? Hmm. I wonder if her leaving is an omen that the royal queen herself will be passing this year. Oh, shit. Because isn't she close to 100 now? I mean, they live forever, Yeah, that whole family. Yeah, um, she's in her mid-90s, I think. Let me look. We got um, to find out how old she is. been watching The Crown like you wouldn't believe. I love that show. Um, how... Oh, wait, wait, yeah, wait. I was... Alexa. Alexa. How old is Queen Elizabeth II? Elizabeth II is 94 years old and was born on April 23rd. Okay, too much information. We just wanted her age. <laughs> Stop listening to us, Alexa. All right, there you go. She's 94. She's 94. Okay, so she's got a few more years left in her. So this next story takes place in Australia. Australia? That's not an Australian no. accent. <laughs> I know. Neither of us can do an Australian accent. I've tried, it's and terrible. I just can't do it. I can't either. So a photograph started circulating online when a woman shared pictures recently of what looks to be a creepy face peering down out of a Brisbane hospital air vent. Ooh. It would blink, move, and look around the room, and sometimes it was there, and other times it wasn't. This is a quote from... 
the lady who, okay. mm-hmm. who saw it. Mm-hmm. So many people are commenting on if the face they're seeing in the picture could be a ghost. And I'll, I'll show you, and then we'll link to it also so yeah. our listeners can look. But it looks like eyes peering out of the vents. And the woman who shared the pictures explained her mother-in-law was in the hospital and felt like something was looking at her. And so she just assumed nurses were coming into her room to do their normal checks. But when she would wake up after them touching her, she would see that nobody was in the room. Ew. And that is when she started to notice the air vent had something very creepy looking down at her. That would freak me the fuck out. So some theories being passed around is it could be insulation, too. Some people are saying it could be insulation. Huh. Well, it looks like a creepy insulation face then because it, it looks weird. It is very weird. Um, do you like Stephen King novels? I do. Yes. Nobody writes horror like the King. No. Anyhow, he has a new book set to release March 2nd of 2021. How many books has that guy written? Like Two. a thousand? So many and yet not enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Titled Later... Uh, Brief synopsis. Sometimes growing up means facing your demons. The son of a struggling single mother, Jamie Conklin, just wants an ordinary childhood, but Jamie is no ordinary child. His mom urges him to keep secret his unnatural ability. However, an NYPD detective draws him into the pursuit of a killer who has threatened to strike him from beyond the grave. So when Stephen was interviewed about this book, he said he had to make some adjustments due to last year being such a bizarre time. Um, So the book was supposed to have taken place back in the year 2020, but he had to push the setting back to 2019 um, so that it could be more realistic having people coming together and not wearing masks. Um, He's he's known Mm -hmm. for always having... His book's based on reality, even with all the supernatural elements. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why they're especially scary, because you can visualize it all so easily. You can relate to it. Yeah. Yeah. So his new novel, Later, will be the third book in his Hard Case Crime series. So yeah, I might check that book out when it comes out in March. Later. Very cool. That sounds great. Yeah, so and see, uh, and we could talk about more about his book later. Yeah, later. Snort, snort, bahaha. Later, we'll talk about later. Yeah, later. <laughs> see ya later. See ya later. <laughs> oh, we're not done yet. We're not. Done. <laughs> oh, we're not done. We're not quite done. <laughs> Remember on our last paranormal news episode before your before yours. Yeah, the first one. <laughs> Mine, yours, my paranormal yours. news. Uh huh. When I said 2021 might be a hard year for Italy. Yes. Because of that, you yes. know, that uh, what omen where the blood didn't liquefy. The blood didn't dry. Or, yeah, it was dry. Yeah, right, right. Yes. Well, on January 8th at 6.30 a.m., a humongous sinkhole appeared outside of a hospital in Naples measuring 22,000 feet across and 70 feet deep. Wow. Because it was in the area of the hospital parking lot, there were several cars that got devoured when the ground opened up. And it's not sure exactly what caused the sinkhole to occur, but some think it was heavy rains recently occurring in the area. Mm -hmm. Nobody was reported hurt at the time due to it being early hours of the morning, but the hospital parking lot will not be used for quite a while. But speaking of hospitals, did you know that now they can train dogs to sniff out COVID-19? I think I did hear that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really interesting, but somebody needs to tell Tom Cruise because he has very recently purchased a couple of very expensive robots 
to keep people in line on the set of his new movie he's filming, Mission Impossible Number 7. I've heard about that. So you heard about his freak out? Mm, Yeah, yeah. So those of you who hadn't, he basically really went on a rant about people on his set not abiding by safety protocols for the COVID-19 virus. So these robots now will monitor everyone on the set and supposedly they can even give COVID tests. How awesome is that? Can you imagine a robot gently shoving a cotton swab up your nose? How does a robot reprimand you for not following the safety guidelines for COVID? What does that look like? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Because all I can picture is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can see. With an accent like that. And he comes over and he just strangles people to death like Darth Vader or something. <laughs> like That is such a surreal concept to me. It is. And it's just like giving COVID tests. It's so weird. It's weird. It's so weird. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe Put your not... mask on. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> when, I, when I heard this story, I was like, you know what, Holly? Maybe Nostradamus is right. Mm-hmm. And this will be the year AI does take over. I think so. I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, they're already saying that robots are going to be be able to do all the jobs that we do and that we're going to have to figure out a different way in which our economy will work because we won't have jobs anymore. Uh-huh. So it's going to be and then the robots will take care of the food. Um, it's just going to everything will change and shift in our society because of them. Uh-huh. I mean, it's pretty fantastic. And if you think about it, um, I remember in the mid 90s when the Internet was just becoming a thing. Right. And everybody was predicting, oh, the Internet's going to change everything. The Internet's going to change everything. And here we are 25 years later. And hell yeah, the Internet has changed everything. It really has. So with robots, what do, what do you think the time frame is? Is it 10 years that we really start to see the big impact is it 20 years is it 25 30 i think when robots become affordable yeah because right now they're I way mean, too expensive they're way too only people like tom cruise and like really you know people with the big bucks can afford them have you seen the robots dance i saw that that's also terrifying it's amazing. that is also very terrifying yeah. it's not comforting at all yeah yeah just something about a bunch of jerky metal dancing around like I, I they think have if, a soul i like think they have a soul yeah i yeah. think if the terminator wasn't a movie i grew up watching i would be more excited about it but right. because of that whole series yeah i'm so anti-robotic robotics that... i think the terminator is one of those movies that's just warning us of what can happen if artificial intelligence gets out of control and that's mm-hmm. what elon musk has been saying the whole time too he's mm-hmm. like gone to all the people in government and said listen artificial intelligence can be the thing that destroys us and i think he could be right and i think that's why he wants to become a robot himself so he's on equal footing (laughs) well no he wants all of us to have robot ability so that we can maintain some kind of human control over this technology i think that's what he's going after but his idea of putting a chip into everyone's brain and then hooking us all up to the internet so that we have lightning fast recall um, knowledge at our at our fingertips or just thinking about something we have all the information in our brains being able to text people with just a thought I mean that there's gonna have to be some some stuff there could worked you, out yeah sure. could you imagine if um, somebody hacked your brain no or you said or you thought something that you didn't want that person to know but it's too late because you thought it and now they have the information like <laughs> or your brain scrambled the text and it came out yeah. wrong like like yeah you know 
the messaging always yeah. does when I'm typing. Yeah, there would be no more privacy in your brain. Like you wouldn't be able to have your own private thoughts because everyone could see them. Like, I don't know, maybe that's not what he's going for. But when he talks about it, it sounds completely fascinating and completely horrifying at the same time. You know what we should do, Holly, sometime? We should do a paranormal and paranoid news on these great brains out there. Yeah, Elon Musk. Yeah. Um, these powerful men that have lots of money and all their crazy inventions like Bill mm -hmm. Gates. Mm -hmm. We should we should just do kind of uh, an episode on all four of them, like Jeff Bezos, all of them. All four of the great minds. <laughs> all four. I, I know what you're doing. All four of the great minds. We should minds do, we should do in, an all four that's of them. That's it. Like, there's only four minds. <laughs> that's all. There's only four. That's great. There's only four there's, great there's minds four that of rule them. the world. Bill Gates, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, yeah. and Mark Zuckerberg. And then Mark Zuckerberg. But I don't know that Mark, I don't know they're great minds as much as they saw a way to shape the future. I mean, I guess that makes they're them visionaries. Great. They're visionaries. They're all visionaries. Steve Jobs could be in that category, but he's gone. He's left So us. we can't talk about him anymore. We can't. He's gone. He's less likely to sue us, though. But then we'd have to bring in other great minds like Stephen Hawking, and we just don't have time for that. <laughs> That's a lot of great minds. We're only going to talk about four. Actually, Albert Einstein would be really interesting. To but talk he's about. dead too. I know, but he was really cool. And he's so old news, like everybody talks about. He is so quoted. I'm just over Einstein. I like him. Whatever. I like his hair. That's about <laughs> it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. What are we going to read our tarot cards on? Um, what do you want to read them on? Um, well, let's do what's going to happen in 2021 and see how close Nostradamus comes to being correct. I think that's an excellent idea. Awesome. We'll be back. Okay. Carol, tell us what deck you're using and tell us what you got. Well, I am going to be using the Considerate Cat Tarot. Yay. Meow. And I think you told me about this deck. I did. Yeah, uh, it's a great a deck. A long time ago. Yeah. Um, and a little bit about this deck. It's by, I'm trying to think of it. Madeline Bellinger. And she, I believe, is in Canada. And she developed the, the Considerate Cat Tarot yeah. to take care of um, cats that need homes. She's so Canadian. How she, do you feel I think about she's that? Canadian. <laughs> Considering we're going to go to war with them. That's okay. She can come and live at my house. All right. But she take, helps take care of cats. And she was developed this deck to raise money to help take care of cats in foster care. So all of the cats in her deck are based off of cats that she's helped take care of. It's absolutely adorable. So yeah, her stuff is really great. I have this deck too. It's really a cute, sweet deck and I absolutely adore it. So um, yeah, check her out, her her website. I think it's Considerate Cat Tarot is the website, I think. Yeah, it's, it's you adorable. You just Google it though. And what I find too is I'm, I'm glad I chose this deck because um, I actually chose it before I came over to record with you tonight but it's such a positive deck it really so is. i think it's yeah. pretty interesting i'm using it for 2021 <laughs> i love the artwork on it too it's the gorgeous. artwork is it's, so cute it is so cute and um but what was funny is so when i came over with the deck of cards and then i saw you had yes. a deck of cards sitting and on the table carol and i did not discuss beforehand what tarot decks we were going to we use, never do but i'm going to be using the black cats tarot by maria carrara yeah. So we both chose cat themed decks tonight. Mine's the white cats and yours are the black cats. That's right. 
Carol's got white cats. I got black cats. That's right. Yeah. Good, like checkers. Good versus evil. No. <laughs> <laughs> I like your black so, cat deck. Thank it's you. It's really cute. I like it too. It was a gift. So thank you, Stephanie, for my black cat tarot deck. Um, Carol, uh, tell us what your question, what question we decided to do the tarots on. So we decided to find out what the major themes were uh, for what's in store for 2021. That's right. We talked about that right before we left. Oh, did we? Yeah, I guess we did. I forgot that okay. part. Sorry. Cut all that, Josh. Cut all that. And, you know, the cards can give us guidelines. They're not going to say specifically... Right. Things like, oh, you're going to get a haircut in 20 or we're all going to lose our hair or anything yeah. like that. I mean, yeah, it's not going to say specifics like that. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but what I got was the Wheel of Fortune. Uh, and that was the first card I drew, which tells me that we are going through a complete transformation. Yeah. This year, society as a whole is changing. Our whole world is changing. I believe by the end of 21 or even maybe even further we're we're going to be in a whole new place yeah um we're gonna have a lot of things change on really every level of society um mm -hmm. we also have the devil card which i know is a negative card for a lot of people but it can bring to light a lot of like addictions mm -hmm. and things that shadow the, self the shadow yeah. self so the world we're i think we're going to have some things come to light that's going to be shocking mm -hmm. um about our society about the world um and the suffering mm -hmm. of people and mm -hmm. i think it's going to really help us uh, become aware of what needs to change yeah good that's great and uh, the last card I drew was the Four of Pentacles, which I believe is saying that I I think there's going to be people in general hoarding their money, mm -hmm. really trying to protect yeah. um, what assets they have, because I think things are going to be very uncertain mm -hmm. while all these changes are taking place. So mm -hmm. I think people are looking for safe havens for mm -hmm. their money. Mm -hmm. And the Four of Pentacles does denote... Um, you know, you're not in a downfall, but you are really trying to be cautious and hanging on uh, to what you have. Yeah. So people yeah. are going to be very prudent this yeah. year. I think that and makes frugal. a lot of sense. Yeah. So um, it's funny. I got my cards were the uh, two of wands, the chariot, the and chariot. also the wheel of fortune, which is what you started yes. with. So it's funny yes. that we got the same card. So for me, what I'm seeing here with the two of wands. So the two is a beginning of something new passion creativity spirituality like some kind of uprush of passion um, a new um, set of plans are being made right a new set of plans are being developed and are um, being strategized on how they're going to take us into the future so I think obviously we're having a change of presidents so that's probably going to be a nod towards the new administration that we're going into a new a whole new world if you will mm. in the Faithful words of Aladdin. <laughs> a whole new world. Okay, I think so. <laughs> I sung I think I sung that last episode. I think you did too. Maybe we should find a way to sing it every, every episode. Every single episode. <laughs> a whole new like, world. Like um you know the uh Stranger Things yeah. TV show yeah. where he sings that with his girlfriend, yeah, the little kid. Yeah. That was so, so cute. cute. It was very cute. Um, so anyway, two of wands, I see this coming in and the card itself depicts these two black cat people and there, it looks like they're arm wrestling, but I think that they're just coming up with, um, in my interpretation for this reading, uh, is a partnership and they're getting ready to move forward in a big way. 
But that's also because in the next card is the chariot, which when you go after something full throttle and you're going after it with great speed, aggression, assertion, you're, you're, you're on your way to, to move the ship in a different direction and, and with all your power and might and all your speed, you're taking off and you're very focused and you're very um, ambitious and you, you've got big, big plans and you're ready to get them on the road. And the chariot card usually is a uh, card of victory too, yeah, which a, I like. a victorious card. So yeah. it, it really means that whatever plans are taking place will be successful. Yeah. And ending with the wheel, which means that the, the, the changes that are going to be coming. Now, here's how the wheel actually works. You kind of have to let go of control of everything that's going on around you and just roll with it it's a faded card it's yeah. a major arcana it's a major that well, both the chariot and the in mm -hmm. the world or the wheel mm -hmm. are um major arcana cards but yeah the wheel is basically saying that you have to let go and let god you have to let go and roll with things and see um how you it's basically letting go of your fears and your anxiety and just waiting to see how things come out on the other side. And, and but hold just, on to your money. But hold on to your money. <laughs> but, but hold on to your money. Yeah. It's basically going to, everything's going to get shaken up and everything's going to shift and we're going to be um, having some sea legs for a while because oh. we're not going to feel super stable about what's going on. The Wheel of Fortune could represent the pole shift. <laughs> oh, and it could represent the shift of the poles on the planet. It could. There you go. There you go. But whatever so shift the planet happens, is gonna we're going to be flip. Yeah, we're going to be right-sided. Right. Along with our our president and along with <laughs> everything else happening in society. So for the last 4 years, they're trying to flip it over to another different a whole different other 4 years. That's basically <laughs> what I'm seeing with these cards. So there you go. Um and I believe that your Hawaii will now be in Oregon. How do you like that? Um you mean my Hawaii trip that I was going to take? Is that what you mean? No, I mean, when the poles flip, your Hawaii will now be in Oregon and Oregon will be in Hawaii. <laughs> then I'll stay in Oregon so I can end up in where Hawaii is now. Yeah, but we <laughs> we have to talk about the most controversial subject and very emotional subject um, that I've, I just have to, I have to bring up right now. What's that? Palm trees. Yeah. Yeah. What is your thing with palm trees in Oregon? What is your thing Oregon? not liking palm trees? I don't understand you. You can't make Oregon Hawaii with palm trees. This is probably the biggest fight Carol and I have ever had. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like palm trees in Oregon. And I, I don't. love palm trees in Oregon. Because Oregon is nothing like a warm Hawaii tropical No, but there island. are certain palm trees that can grow here. My neighbor has one. But when I drive around, I want to see Oregon. I don't want to see Hawaii. I want to see Hawaii. Oh. <laughs> when I drive we're around gonna, Oregon, I want to see Hawaii. We're going to just have to agree to disagree. I guess. Whatever. All right. Good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs>
I'm sorry, a raven care keeper. So what you're trying to say is the ravens have a, their own personal bitch. Um, have their wings kept very trimmed. Uh, wait, wait, wait. I got to say that over again. <clears throat> so the ravens have their wings kept. Oh, Lord. What kind of sentence Don't you hate that when you're reading? You're like, why, I'm like, why the like fuck that? did I write this sentence? Exactly. Hey, get your mask on. And then they yeah. like shoot you. <laughs> yeah. I'm like. Yeah. The robots how determine ro you're not. How does a robot. Ra uh, fuck. As the flames die down, do remain undaunted. Though all hitchhikers are ghosts and all dolls are definitely haunted. Hey guys, be sure to follow us on Instagram. Our handle is at Fireside Phantoms. If you have a spooky story you would like to share with us, send it to firesidephantoms at gmail.com and you may hear it on a future episode.